Grandmothers Need a Podcast, and this is it. Before our podcast officially begins, we would like our listeners to know that our hearts are with the people of Ukraine. May God cause peace to reign in that region. Well, hey, I'm glad to have you back. How are you, Bill? <laughs> I'm good. Did you get sleep last I night? I did. Did you? Yep, I did. We didn't get to bed till late, though. <laughs> not used to that, are you? No, we're not. I had a lot of fun with some friends last night. Didn't get home till after midnight. Wow. I got a text right as we were leaving asking, y'all aren't home? <laughs> That's funny. So the kids At least were they're checking up. on you. Yeah, the kids were checking on us. Yeah. I mean, that's unusual for you guys to be out past midnight. I mean, oh, it's you know, past nine. Nine. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, I'm you know, usually asleep by nine. Yeah. So, well, did you have a good week? I did. What I did. did you end up doing this week? I, I don't think I last. went anywhere. I, th- I think I stayed home all week except yesterday. I did run to the grocery store for a few things. Well, you know, I went to Tacoa mm-hmm. over the weekend and spent a couple of days with Beth. That was a lot of fun. That's good. I did my... Enjoyed being with her. Yeah. I like helping and doing some mm-hmm. things and just being with her. Yeah. And she introduced me to Pop Shelf. Pop Shelf. I have a hard time saying that. It's anyway, an unusual name it for is a store. Unusual. Yep. Have you, have you, you've been to Pop mm-hmm. Shelf. Once. They have one in Loganville. Mm-hmm. We read a little bit about them. They're owned by Dollar General. They're trying to appeal to a more affluent crowd. So cheap stuff for rich people. There you go. <laughs> <laughs> so you can go That's, and buy stuff you don't really need, right. but you don't spend a lot of money on it. So mm-hmm. who can beat that? So you don't feel bad. That's right. They had their Valentine's stuff on sale uh, 50, 70% mm-hmm. in Loganville this week. So I bought some Valentine's stuff just because. I mean, good. who can turn down yeah, a 30 really. cent tin mailbox that you can You never goodies? know when you're going to need that. You never know. We've already used it. We stuffed a little uh, bag of popcorn in it. And when mm-hmm. Martha came over, Charlie said, We've got something in the mailbox for you. <laughs> she said, Oh, it's so cute. Aww. So then we popped her some popcorn. We need to be in prayer for my brother, Tim. He had open heart surgery. Mm-hmm. I haven't heard this morning, but the last I heard, he was doing well. So speedy recovery for Tim. Yeah. And uh, that's about the only thing that's been going on this week. Well, Anything it's nice to have a quiet week. It is nice. And the weather is nice. All the daffodils are up. Oh, yeah, the weather's been great. I have enjoyed. I've enjoyed everything. That's good. That's good. I just, what's keeping me busy is... My husband eats one meal a day, and it's at night when he comes oh, yeah. home from work. So it has to be a good dinner. So I have had to really work hard at that. <laughs> <laughs> what kinds of things have you cooked? Well, I've, I think I'm on a two-week stretch where he's liked everything that I've cooked. Oh, wow. I mean, he said it's been good, but like last night was white chili, but then I've had regular chili, and then I just do, I mean, I just do all chicken and deer meat are about the only meats that we eat. Yeah, well, that's good. So, but vegetables. White white chili is like it my was really all-time good. favorite. It was, it was very good. Yeah. I had a kick to it. So you've been cooking. You know, mm-hmm. you can take those master classes and learn how to cook from, <laughs> from some top chefs. You know, I haven't cooked um, much of anything. We started a new eating plan, and I'm hoping that 
I mean, I can lose weight. I just gain it all back. So I'm hoping this time maybe I'll lose some weight and I won't gain it back. But who knows? In the meantime, I'll just keep trying. How many days make a habit? 30? Uh, For me, it's going to take a lifetime. I need it to be a lifetime. Well, I mean, but just being in the groove of things. Yeah, they say 30 days, days. I think. I have psychological issues, I guess. Emotional eating. Yeah, I'm more like that because I snack a lot. I do a lot of snacking. Well, on this, you do get a snack every day. You have breakfast, lunch, and dinner and a snack. Jack uh, and Stephanie cook dinner every night. They have for... That would be awesome. It is very awesome. So not only do we get to go and have dinner every night uh, prepared especially for us, Mm -hmm. but we get to be entertained and loved on and we get to love on them. Yeah, that is nice. It's one of my favorite parts of the day. Well... Here's what I wanted to talk about today. You know that when... <laughs> don't look at me like that. <laughs> I think if our grandchildren could tell us what they wanted to know about us, they might ask some of these questions. So okay. I thought, why don't we just do a preemptive strike mm-hmm. and answer questions that maybe our grandchildren would like to know the answers to. Okay. We can assume that. We'll, we'll pretend <laughs> that. <laughs> I told you, they're going to want to know about us. Well, you know, that is true. They will want to know when they're our age because I th- often think, man, I wish I knew more about my family. I mean, you know, my parents when they were little because they just didn't talk about it. But Well, see, we have the opportunity mm-hmm. through modern technology To answer questions. Some of these questions now, we probably have already answered, but we're just going to go through them and say whatever you want to. Okay. Because it's our thing, right? That's right. And who's going to listen to it anyway? (laughs) (laughs) At least not for a few years. It'll be there. It'll be there for them. Yeah, as long as I keep paying the fee to keep it on the (laughs) internet. Okay, well, here's the first question. What is your favorite holiday and why? Hmm. That's interesting. I don't know because... Do I need to tell you what the holidays yeah. are? I no, I know what they are. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I don't have to think about that one, so you go first. I think Thanksgiving is my favorite holiday for a couple of reasons. One, we fix our favorite foods, but we're usually pretty much together. And lately, the last couple of years, we've gone on vacation for the week of Thanksgiving. So we've combined Thanksgiving with vacation, and it's just been, it's made it my favorite. I love all the holidays. I love to celebrate, so anything that we can celebrate is wonderful, but Thanksgiving is a fun holiday. The weather's not too bad, Mm -hmm. and having everybody together is just fun. So, you got to think of one, okay? I would probably have to go with Thanksgiving, because for that reason, just getting together with family, even though we get together some, but I don't know, anytime I see and you don't have to worry them. about gifts. Yeah. I mean, Christmas we do a big meal too, but we've I got know, the gifts. You've got stress there. You yeah. don't have so much stress at Thanksgiving. You don't decorate so much. Mm-hmm. Anyway. Okay, Thanksgiving. So for all our grands, all our children and our grands, Thanksgiving is both our favorite holiday. So remember that. Yep. All right. What is your favorite holiday tradition? I guess that kind of goes with that question. Yeah, that kind of does. My favorite holiday tradition. Hmm. Can you think of one? Probably more more holiday traditions happen around Christmas time. Right. Right. So uh, probably waking up Christmas morning, morning and seeing just, what the grands yeah. have gotten. Yeah. That's probably mine too. 
All right, moving right along. Were you named after a family member, or does your name have a special meaning? Uh, yes, my I was named after my mother's maiden name. And that's why it's spelled C-A-N-D-E-E. Right? Correct. But, you know, it's like I say, candy spelled C-A-N-D-E-E is just as sweet. <laughs> Listen to you. <laughs> it's so true. Funny. you got to come close now to the mic or I'm not going to get okay. you on this thing. All right. So what about you? Um, I, my first name is Martha. So I was named after my mom, right. who was named after her grandmother. And mm-hmm. I don't know where they got Susan from. Hmm. So I was named after my grandmother, my mother, and my great grandmother. But the be- Susie Bell comes from your dad. Yeah, he- Susie Bell. He called me Susie Bell, which is why I call myself Bell for mm-hmm. a grandmother name. Did you have a nickname growing up? We just answered that. How did you get the nickname? Well, I just told mine, Susie Bell. Did you have one? Mm-mm. I didn't have one. Well, if we gave you a nickname, what would it be? <laughs> <laughs> can't think of I one. Know, I can't think of one. <laughs> What was your favorite place to go as a kid? Oh, that's interesting. As a just like a, I guess pick any kid time. Is there any place that you love to go? Did you run to a neighbor's house, to a friend's house? You lived in a neighborhood. Yeah, I lived in a neighborhood. We lived out in the country, yeah. so the only place I remember running to just to get away from everybody is we had an old barn down in the woods, and we. Daddy sort of let us make a playhouse kind of thing out of part of it, and I would go down there. But to get there, you had to go by this tree that looked, we called it a witch's tree. It looked like like a witch would live in it, so it was always a little (laughs) bit scary going down there. But that was kind of a fun place to go. Yeah. Is it that barn that was in the front of your house? No. In my memory, if you went out the back door, then you, like, through the back porch, it would be kind of down on the left-hand side. So it's torn down. It's mm-hmm. where the Brits live now, oh, okay. in that area. Yeah. It's kind of a fun place for yeah. me to run to. Playhouse. That would be fun. Where did you like to run off to? Probably did just friend's house or something. You had two friends you grew up with a lot, right? Mm-hmm. And they, one of them lived in the neighborhood, and the other one lived just behind the neighborhood. Oh, wow. So you could walk mm-hmm. there. Uh, where were you born, and what was your house like as a child? For me, I was born in Atlanta, Crawford Long Hospital. Oh, really? Mm-hmm. Uh, the house that we lived in was just a, what we would consider, uh, you know, I guess your starter home maybe. You know, it was a little mm-hmm. four-sided brick. Three-bedroom, two-bath? or Well, let's see. I think it only had two bedrooms, and then Dad added on to it another bedroom because we had there were four up, four kids, and... Two of us in each bedroom, and then mom and dad, so in two baths. So. Yeah, nice. Yes, yeah. I was born in Atlanta at St. Joseph's. I don't remember living in Atlanta because we moved out to Loganville out on the 110-acre farm that my grandmother had when I was, I think, three. So I don't remember mm-hmm. anything before that. But you know what was interesting about our house, and you know all about the house I grew up in. It had a great room. Before great rooms were there were a thing. Your daddy was a smart man. He was. He was uh, ahead of his time. Mm-hmm. And he also built a planter, he called it, as you came in the door. It was supposed to be a decorative element to the house when you came in the door and have flowers, uh, you know, plastic flower uh, plants or something in it. And it never had that when I was real small. 
we just threw toys and shoes in it. Yeah. So if you had to find, where are my shoes? You might have to lean over that planter <laughs> and your feet are kicking in the air while you're yeah, digging, digging through, through all it. this stuff. That's funny. But then we got a little older and he did put a plywood base and put, you know, artificial plants mm-hmm. in the planter as you came in the door. Isn't so that funny? That was a, I've never his saw idea of the decoration. Yeah. Did they take like that, that out mm-hmm. of the house? It was a brick, looked like a big brick box. Hmm. Just <laughs> you as came you in right, the door. Yeah. On the right hand side when you came in the door. So it divided the breakfast room from, from the, the yeah. mm-hmm. Yep, wow. that's what it did. Hmm. I remember that and um I was telling one of the kids lately that I don't ever remember locking the door. I don't even think we had a key to it, or or, or maybe the key had been broken off in the door. Mm-hmm. So we grew up with unlocked doors and yeah. But I mean, if you saw somebody coming up, you I mean, you'd have plenty of time to figure out who it was. And, yeah, you know. yeah. Had a long driveway, mm-hmm. so we sat at the table, and all the younger of the eight sat with their backs to the window, and the older kids sat on the other side of the table so they could see the through the window. We had a big picture window that had like twenty five or thirty panes in it. Mm. And uh, they could see who was coming up the driveway. And they would say, oh, somebody's coming up the driveway when we were having dinner or something. We would turn around to see. And then they would do this little ditty. I made you look, you dirty crook. You stole my mama's pocketbook. You turned it in. You turned it out. You turned it into sauerkraut. I remember that little ditty. Anyway, so sometimes they would say, oh, somebody's coming up the driveway. And we would say, no, they're not. You know, we wouldn't look. But most of the time, you just could not you help, it. help it. Yeah, you it. turn around, and then mm. those older kids would say, made you look. So anyway. All right, that's about our house children. If you want to know any more about that, call us, and we'll tell you more about our house. Just ask. How did your family spend time together when you were young? That's a good question. I guess that we did. I mean, Friday nights, we, I mean, we always ate dinner together, but... Going to the drive-in, Dad. We used to go to the, to the drive-in. The one over there off 85 and 285, or Northeast Drive-in. Yeah, not. I mean, that was a special treat. Yeah. So it was just little things like that. Going to get a Slurpee. I mean, Aww. just little things. So y'all were like city people. <laughs> we weren't like country people out nope. here. No, no. We spent a lot of time, you know, I think in the evenings we'd watch TV but our TV, you know, we didn't have remotes back then. <laughs> you had rabbit ears. and <laughs> yeah, you'd have to, to adjust the rabbit ears. With aluminum foil on them. Oh, yep. yeah, to make it, yep. you know, have better reception. Mm-hmm. And you had to, if you wanted to change the channel, you had to actually get up. Up and turn it, yeah. <laughs> and and sometimes you had to use pliers to push yeah. your button and it was gone. Yeah. If we had to get up and leave to go to the bathroom or something, we had to say, I'm saving my seat. If you didn't say that, somebody could get your seat. It was That's fair so game. Funny. That's so funny. So only some people had a seat and some people had to sit Did on the y'all, floor. Do you remember how y'all talked about that? Okay, if you get up. Did your mom make that rule? or did I don't know how that rule came about. That's I just funny. remember people would say, don't get my seat. I'm seat saved or I'm saving my seat if they had to get up. The That's rule was, to the best of my memory mm-hmm. that if mom or dad asked us to go do something nobody could take your seat you could when you came back you could get your seat back mm-hmm. but if you got up and didn't save your seat when you came back somebody could be in your seat and you say you got my seat 
Well, you didn't save it. <laughs> so it just kind of... Anyway, that was funny. And my mom had bedspreads over the couch, so we wouldn't mess them up, I guess. She didn't want to do the plastic, huh? <laughs> <laughs> no. You know what? I have a cover on my new couch, too. Because when Beth comes and she brings her dog, mm-hmm. I don't want her to... I don't want to say, no, don't... You can't have the dog on the furniture. I just let her put Ella next to her, and it's, I've got it. It's like a little quilted cover. Next question. What was your favorite food growing up? I have no idea. What did you eat growing up? Whatever they put in front of me. What did you guess. say? Oh, boy. I know what I don't like. What's that? Fish sticks. Fish sticks. <laughs> Y'all probably had fish on Friday. We did. <laughs> I do. I still like white tuna. I don't like it. I only like it if it's with mayonnaise and celery. There you go. But and cheese. But you don't remember a favorite food? Like if it was your birthday, you didn't get oh, to Maybe ice cream cake. Ice cream cake. Yeah, that would be. That'd be a fancy favorite. Yeah. But I don't have remember. See, I just don't remember a lot about when I was little, little. My brother's so good at that. You should ask him, what was my favorite food yeah. <laughs> when I was I usually up? have to ask him. I need to borrow your memories. Yeah. Well, let me tell you. My favorite food was banana sandwiches. I loved banana sandwiches. Oh, that's funny. Jeff does too. And my mom used to make them slicing the bananas long ways, mm-hmm. you know, so you just got three slices. I guess you could make a Did ton of sandwiches. Did you put peanut butter on them? Oh, no. It was mayonnaise, mayonnaise. and bananas slapped between two pieces yeah. of white bread, you know, that white yeah. bread that could tear down the middle so mm-hmm. perfectly. So we ate banana sandwiches it seems like maybe in the summertime the most, but that's what I remember. And then when Aunt, Aunt Madeleine used to come and babysit us, we would say we want a ba- banana sandwich, and she mashed them up, mixed the mayonnaise up with the bananas, and mashed them up and spread the bananas. I ate it because I had to, but yeah. I really liked banana sandwiches. I like a banana sandwich today. Do you? I do. I'm, I don't know how good they are for you, but banana sandwiches, that's one of the things I remember that I really liked. Okay, what was your favorite subject in school? By the time I was a senior, I would have to say probably English, but that only had to do with the teachers because really? I like the teachers so yeah, much. Yeah, who were your teachers? But I liked history too. History and anything English. But, anything but math. <laughs> <laughs> well, see, that's why we get along. Opposites attract. Mm-hmm. I liked math and science. Yeah. Those are my two favorite subjects. In yeah. fact, I teach math four days a week mm-hmm. because I really enjoy math. That's yeah, good my fun. Okie dokie. Here we go. What hobbies did you have as a child? I only remember the things that I used to do like in high school or maybe when I was younger, you know, like sports. I didn't really have hobbies. What kind of sports did you play? I played basketball. Well, I sat on the bench from fifth grade on. <laughs> <laughs> um, basketball. Did you and... play for your high school team? Mm-hmm. Wow. And I would uh, love to see a picture of you playing basketball. Well, you wouldn't have because I sat on the bench. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> but I enjoyed it. It was fun. Uh, I played, I always liked tennis. Oh, yeah. I remember you were a big tennis player. You should start back yeah. playing tennis. I can't. My body goes one way and my feet go the other way. I oh, mean, you know, I, yeah. just, I just can't move. Just not quick. as coordinated yeah. anymore. Yeah. Well, you know, there's an old person's tennis kind of game now. Pickleball. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. My brother and his family play a lot of we that. We could play pickleball. Yeah. pickleball. I don't know if that. I could play or not. 
I mm-hmm. might could. You think I could? Mm-hmm. All right. Well, maybe we'll try pickleball yeah. sometime. Well, my hobbies, I don't remember having hobbies except I love to read. I probably oh, that's, re- I would have to say if I had any hobby, that would be yeah, it. Yeah, I read, read, read. And I learned to sew mm-hmm. when I was younger. That's good. And my grandmother, who lived in the backyard, taught me to crochet. So I did kind of yeah. domestic things. I didn't learn to cook. I didn't learn to clean. I didn't learn to organize. I, I told you I, got, I did not get those genes. Yeah, I didn't either. Yeah, but I did learn... Some fun things like that. But mm-hmm. probably reading was my favorite hobby. Still is. Still is. I'm in a book club and I read mm-hmm. lots. Okay. Did you have a best friend? Mm-hmm. I did. Who was your best friend? Sharon. Sharon. Nancy. I'd have to have two. So two. two of them. Yeah. Sharon and Nancy. Mm-hmm. And still you still stay in touch. Yeah, y'all still stay in touch. Mm-hmm. Did they go to school with you? Mm-hmm. We they went did? to school. Yeah. Now, Sharon stays in touch with our high school group, but... I don't. Yeah. Well, lifetime best friends, Mm -hmm. childhood best friends. I had a best friend in grammar school named Linda Finley. uh, And Linda just passed away last year. And then in high school, my best friend was Jane Bizzab. I saw Jane the last time when we lived in Florida, and I haven't seen her since, but I have looked. I've stalked her on the Internet. So I know where she lives. She lives, I think she lives in Pennsylvania now, which is where her family was originally from. Yeah. Anyway, yeah, I found her on the Internet. One day I might call her. Wouldn't that be fun? (laughs) Do you remember me? Hey, Jane. Yeah, that's funny. That would be fun. So those are my two best friends. I had a lot. I had other friends, but those were my two best friends. Mm -hmm. What was your favorite toy as a child? Don't tell me you didn't get toys. Or you don't remember toys. The only toy I really, doll, I really remember is Susie Walker. I'm like you. I don't really remember, but I loved dolls when I was Mm -hmm. a little girl. I did like dolls, I think. And we always got a doll, a new doll and a tea set. Aww, for Christmas, so, so that sweet. was two of the favorite things. Did you ever save any of your tea sets? Oh, no. You know, we played with them indoors at, at mm. Christmas, and then in the springtime, we'd take them outside and make mud pies, and I'm sure they were ruined by the yeah. next Christmas, so no wonder we got a new <laughs> tea set. <laughs> the doll, too, huh? <laughs> yeah. yeah, a doll and tea set. That was two of my favorites. In fact, I probably would enjoy a doll and tea sets now. Does that say anything <laughs> about me getting older? I don't know why. In the rocking chair outside. <laughs> yep, in the rocking chair outside. Uh, did you get an allowance? How much was it, and what did you spend your money on? I think we did get allowances, but I don't remember how much, and I don't remember what I spent it on, but I'm sure I would have spent it on going to the mall or going to get a Slurpee or things like that. Yeah. I don't remember ever being consistent in saving. Right. You didn't have to... Mm-mm. Give 10% to the church, put 10% in your bank, and spend the other. I don't think so. I don't remember ever getting an allowance, although it doesn't mean we didn't get one. I don't remember it. But I do remember Daddy paid us a penny for every fly we could kill on the front porch. (laughs) That's funny. (laughs) And so we had fly swatters, and we would kill flies, and we'd save them up and count them out, and we'd get a penny because... That's hilarious. Isn't that funny? Yeah, that is. But we had a big... Cow, we had a cow pasture, yeah. and I'm sure the flies were just oh, horrid. I imagine. You had horses, too. So, yeah, yeah, so cows and horses and, anyway, and chicken house. Screams flies. Yeah, they all <laughs> scream flies. And so I remember being out on the front porch, and if we killed flies, then if we counted up how many, we'd get a penny a fly. So we would make, you know, a couple of dollars. Yeah. You could kill 200 flies Easy. In, a, in a day. <laughs> 
<laughs> Something else that I got paid for one time is matching socks. Oh, man. Daddy paid me and Melanie, I think, a dime for every pair of socks Whoa. we matched. Yeah, we went up in the world. And that we had a big, gigantic sock box. Every pair of socks on the planet was in that sock box. And we sorted and separated, and he paid us a dime for all the socks That's we found. Funny. But I don't remember getting getting an allowance. Okay, our next question. Did you ever get in trouble as a child or a teenager? Yes. I would get in trouble. Do you want to tell what you got in trouble about? Uh, let's see. The, that I remember? I know I got in trouble a lot. Well, you can't tell something you don't remember. <laughs> well, that's true. That's true. <laughs> Let me call your brother. Well, yeah, you might have to ask him. I, I ran ask away your one time. I got in trouble for that. Where did you run I to? I do want to know where you ran to. Almost into Sandy Springs. Did you take anything with mm-hmm. you? Mama, yeah, no, I was another girl. <laughs> she took me, rather. Um, did y'all walk? Mm-hmm. We walked. You walked to Sandy Springs? Well, not all the way. Just we got around, you know, we weren't that far from Sandy Springs. But Why did you run miles, away? Maybe. I don't know. She talked me into it. I got yeah. in trouble. Let's run that. away. These people yeah. are these people we live with that pay for a roof over our yeah, head and feed us. We need to leave them. <laughs> That's right. They're so mean. They take yeah, care of Yeah, then we me. can do whatever we want. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so. Well, I'm glad that you weren't a runaway teenager that was on the milk carton. Yeah, I'm glad I wasn't either. <laughs> I'm sure I did a lot of really bad things as got in trouble as a child, but one of the things I remember getting in trouble for, your, your husband caused it. <laughs> we used to play airplane. Have you ever played airplane? <laughs> okay, grands, remember. don't take any, get any ideas. But one person would lay on the bed, and the other person would lay on their feet and then fly, you know, and, they're, and they have their legs up in the air, and they could fly oh, yeah, you around. Oh, yeah, yeah, I know what you're talking about, yeah. And so we called it airplane, yeah. and Jeff was laying on Mom and Dad's bed, and I was flying, or vice versa. I don't remember which, and we hit the window with our knee and broke the window out. (laughs) (laughs) And we got in trouble. And it seems like Mom spanked us. I think she spanked us. I I can't imagine her spankings were very hard. No, and we probably laughed and said, that went hard. (laughs) (laughs) But you know what? Mom and Dad put a piece of plywood in that window, Mm -hmm. and they didn't fix it for years and years. That's funny. So, But we, we broke it plain. Airplane on her bed. Let's see. How did you meet Jeff? Well, we talked about that. Mm-hmm. You met him at the Ramada Inn where you were working. <laughs> met him at a hotel. Oh, well. Yeah. And I met day Charlie at the, on the, during the day shift. That, that's a good thing to add. Yeah. <laughs> and I met Charlie at uh, University of Georgia. We were both attending college at UGA. This is funny. If we could tell the grandchildren what their parents were like as children, that'll be another podcast. It would be It says, what was my mom and dad like as a child? You need to come closer. Need, I won't be able we to. We need to think about that because that's. That will be another that podcast. Is, yeah, that will be definitely. one that will be listened to. When we I, I tell might even our grandchildren about their parents. Yeah, I'll write down some notes for that one. Okay. If you could go anywhere right now, where would you go? New Orleans to see oh, my really? grandkids. Oh, uh, <laughs> I thought you were going to say Mardi Gras. No, I was going to uh, go, no, Candy, no. <laughs> no, but it, you're right. It is Mardi Gras. <laughs> mm. That would be a fun place to go. Well, you know where my happy place is, Jekyll. I'd mm-hmm. go to Jekyll. 
All right, moving right along. What was your first job? A little shop in a shopping center. They sold subs there and cheeses and different. Uh You know, it was just a little shop, but that was my first job. What did you do? Made sandwiches and orders for, you know, people want cheese and... I did not know that. Mm-hmm. How long did you work there? Um, I guess my senior year. My senior year I worked there. My first job was at Lee Laboratories on Highway 78. You know what they did? What? They made serums and, like, vaccine-type stuff. <laughs> That's and, funny. <laughs> I'm yeah, sorry. It is funny. Yeah. And my job was washing test tubes and beakers that had dried blood in them. Ooh. And did you wear gloves? Oh yeah, I wore gloves. But here's the thing, it did not last long because I'd have that hot, soapy, steamy water and I would be putting these beakers and test tubes with blood in them that I'm having to clean out and I fainted every day. Really? Yes, I fainted. I couldn't take it. I I probably locked my knees standing at that washing uh, sink. And so after about the third week of fainting, my mom said, I'm taking her to the doctor. So I went to the doctor and Dr. Dove said, there's nothing wrong with her, but she just doesn't, she doesn't like washing beakers with blood in them. <laughs> how did he, how did they figure that because out? Because told, we told him when um, I fainted, you know, I faint every time I have to wash beakers with blood in them. I so mean, funny. the smell and the heat and the steam coming out mm. and the suds and the bloody mess. I, he said, that's just your way of escape. So I had to quit that job because, you know, I fainted every time. So that was my first job. (laughs) Wow. (laughs) That's a crazy job. And I think we probably made like 50 cents or something an hour. I don't know. What did we make? Were the wages like $1.75? Yeah, maybe $1.75. an hour. Think about that, Grands, when you're working at Chick-fil-A for $10 or you're working doing construction pickup for $15 an hour. We made $1.75. What was your favorite job? What was your favorite job? As a child or just in my whole life? I guess in your whole life. We can make it whatever. What was your favorite job? Outside the home. Um, Let's see. I'd have to think on that. It's not like I did a whole lot. I don't don't think I have a favorite job outside the home. Yeah. I mean, I'm not that great at my job now. (laughs) (laughs) So, but... It's my favorite. (laughs) My favorite job was homeschooling. I think that I enjoyed homeschooling. Mm -hmm. That was my favorite job. What did you want to be when you grew up? Probably a wife and mother. Yeah, me too. I wanted to be a teacher. I'm pretty boring, but that's just the way it is. That's the way it is with me too. I wanted to be a wife and mother, and I wanted to teach, and I did all of that Mm -hmm. as a homeschool mom. Where have you traveled, and what is your favorite city to visit? Well, probably the most surprising thing about me for people would be that I actually went to Cambodia. Yeah, that would I remember be my when most, you went to Cambodia. Yeah, that's so far out of my comfort zone. But and who? What mission group did you go with? It wasn't with a mission group. It was with uh, we did some work mission group work. I, I mean, we worked with people. It was more of a medical team. You know, we went with two doctors, two nurses, and then. Nancy and myself. How did you get involved with that? Uh, one of the doctors, his father, is um, actually considered, I guess, a missionary over there. He start, started an orphanage, he and his wife. What they did is they went out to, to uh, help teach farmers how to to have a better sustainable... Self-sustaining. Self-sustaining. Mm-hmm. 
crop or whatever they're doing, working with. How long did you stay? Two weeks. Two weeks mm-hmm. in Cambodia. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it was interesting. I mean, it was great. What well, was the most interesting thing you saw? Just, I mean, to think that the people that I met, and very poor, very, very poor, living above chicken, you know, I mean, just dirt, some dirt floors. What I came away with is with as little as they had, they were still so happy, yeah. joyful. It's not the things that make you happy. Mm-hmm. So how about you? You have to answer the second part. What is your favorite city to visit? I'd have to think about that. Yeah, I don't I, I don't really you. travel that much. The only time I've ever traveled out of the country is uh, Charlie and I took the kids and we went to Niagara Falls one time. We went to the Canadian side. Mm-hmm. That's before you even had to have a passport. But then... Stephanie and I went on a mission trip to Juarez, Mexico, and that was a month-long trip, and that was interesting, too. It's like you said, it was really poor. The saddest part about the people in Juarez is they could see the lights in El Paso, and so those people were not content. Mm-hmm. They were not happy about where they lived. They lived in a like a desert. Mm-hmm. Their houses were made of uh, pallets with tar paper on top. And they'd have a house, and right next to the house were the animals, like the barn was part of the house. Mm-hmm. And it was dirty, and the wind blew, and I felt really sorry for the people there. They were not happy. Totally mm-hmm. different experience. Now, Jeff and Charlie went to Guatemala, right. and those <laughs> people had, were happy. Yeah, they were happy, though. but they probably were a step up in their living conditions from what you were. Because they were building a church. They went to help build a church, didn't yeah. they? Well, they, they had, this colonia had a church, too. Oh, we they? were in the building for a church. We put, uh, what we went to do is to put a bathroom in. Oh, yeah. And you had lots of hot water, didn't yeah. you? No. <laughs> <laughs> and they had no windows, so we did take screen wow. wire and put uh, wire over the, it was a cement block building. We put screen wire over the windows so that we wouldn't have bugs on us mm. at night, but. Juarez, Mexico, and for you, Cambodia, a long way from home. Mm-hmm. That's a long way from home. We should have you talk about that sometime. Mm-hmm. Uh, what is the earliest memory that you have? Want me to call your brother and find out? Yeah. <laughs> what is the earliest memory that you have? I do remember. I have a, it's just a flash of a memory. I'm in the car screaming, and it's pouring down rain. My dad had pulled in the driveway and everybody got out and ran, and I was still in the car. Oh, and it's no. storming, and I'm in there just crying, crying, crying. I had to be little then. Yeah, you That's were my really earliest little. memory. That's sad. They left you in the car. He came back out and got me. <laughs> <laughs> they probably had to carry things in and then come back for um, you. You were probably, well, we didn't have car seats, Mm-mm. so you weren't in a car seat. Mm-mm, wasn't in a car seat. I could have just, um, but I think I was too, I mean, I was so little that. You couldn't get out. I couldn't. I didn't know. Yeah. Or I was too scared because yeah. of the storm. So that's your earliest memory. Mm-hmm. Well, we, I hope you've replaced it with something better. Oh, yeah. My earliest memory, I think I've said this before, is when we stayed at Aunt Dear and Uncle Bill's house, and Mom and Dad drove up in a pickup truck from the hospital, and she brought Todd home. Mm-hmm. And I remember going out, and the door was open and looking, and she was sitting in the truck with a baby in her lap. He was wrapped in a blanket, and the blanket cascaded down the side of her leg almost to the you know floorboard of the truck. And I thought, that is the longest baby I have ever seen. 
That's so funny. <laughs> I was glad she got a baby, but that is the longest baby I have ever seen. So I thought he was wrapped all the way funny. down there. Yep. That's my earliest memory. So I have a lot of other childhood yeah. memories, but that's my earliest. Okay. Have you owned any pets? Did you own pets as a child? Yeah, my, mainly cats. But yeah, you're a cat, cat lover. But we've had a few dogs here and there. Did but, you name any of your cats? Oh, yeah, they were all... Uh, I remember we'd have Prissy, then we'd have Prissy Jr., PJ. and then, That's funny. So, yeah. Your mom had a cat before all she... The, yeah, we, she's always had yeah, a cat. She always had a cat. Mm-hmm. I mean, we've always had a cat, but... And now I've got two cats at my house that's outdoor cats and a third down at the barn that I think is pregnant. Oh, no. I don't know how it showed up. That you know, it showed up as a kitten, not as a kitten, but as a young cat, and I think it's pregnant. I'm not sure. Well, you'll find out. I guess we will. It's not even. (laughs) It's not really my cat. It's just the barn cat. Mm -hmm. Belongs to the barn. Well, we had whatever anybody threw out on our road. So we always had hey, let's old, go look, see if we have any, any stray dogs yeah. that came up. We just loved on those dogs, and mm-hmm. we'd make them our pet. I remember two specific special pets. One was a collie that belonged to Mr. Young, who lived on Old Loganville Road. It was called Brushy Pork Road when I was growing up, but he lived closer to 78. He had a collie, and he was all by himself. And if you let the collie out, it would run to our house. It was about maybe two miles and, of course, when it would come up the driveway, we would play with it and love on it. And mm-hmm. he he would come and get it. I mean, after this happened several times, he came and he said, I'm going to take this dog home. We called it Rusty. He said, I'm going to take Rusty home. And if he comes back, he's yours. Well, when he left with Rusty, we were like, I hope he comes back. I hope he comes back. And he did. Oh, he did. He came back. So Aww. we had a collie. And then, I don't know what, I don't know the time frame, but one year, this uh, white dog with a tail curled over its back we later realized it was a spitz we named him oh my goodness i can't remember his name i remember that we had puppies by him and it was a black and white looking dog but it was like a spitz shape and we called him seymour because it was the company dad worked for but i cannot remember what the white dog i'll think about that and come up with it maybe soon but those are two and then the last but not least is Brownie. She was an old hound dog that came, and she had puppies. She was good for puppies every year. <laughs> and we would divide the puppies up and play with them and play with them and play with them. What is different about growing up today than when you were a child? Everything, probably. Yeah, that's another that's podcast. A, yeah. We should do that because I love to look at things from the past, mm-hmm. toys and gadgets oh, yeah. and stuff. So we'll do a podcast uh, on things and how things have changed. There we go. And last but not least, what is your favorite thing about being a grandparent? Oh, my goodness. I don't know. Maybe I'm not as uptight with my grandkids, you know, so it's just easier. Just, love just loving them. them, you mm-hmm. know, loving on them. One of the best things about being a grandparent to me is I don't have to worry about their discipline. Right. I truly love them unconditionally. Mm-hmm. They can't do anything that I don't love. Charlie says that the kids and everything, he said, if they were axe murderers, you'd say, oh, they're a good axe murderer. <laughs> yeah, that's right. <laughs> but that's being right. able to love them unconditionally. I know that is nice, isn't it? And I delight in everything they say and do. Mm-hmm. I mean, I, it is really, if anything, I want to, to uh, tell my son, don't say that to my 
grand daughters. <laughs> and I said, don't, yeah. don't do that. I know, it's really mad. hard for yeah. me to see the kids to discipline. Bite my tongue. Yeah, yeah, you just have to, mm, mm-hmm. don't do that. So, and I, of course, you know. I'd be like, me, Ma. Oh, she didn't mean to. (laughs) (laughs) And I love to hear what they say, what Mm -hmm. they sing, what they, I love to, what they draw. I love, I love their attention. Yeah. If they give me attention, I love that. And uh, teaching the grands in Seneca, when I watch them on Zoom, I mean, on FaceTime, I see their faces while they're working math problems. You wouldn't believe how delightful that is. <laughs> Just <laughs> to see, their, see well, them and hear, you know, after we finish with our math lesson, I'll say, well, what are you doing today? And what have you been doing? And just hearing what they've been up to mm-hmm. is a delight. And then, of course, the kids next door, I can't get enough of them. Martha comes over and uh, I brush her hair just about every time she comes in because sometimes she would come with her hair not brushed. And mm-hmm. I said, you can't be here without your hair brushed. <laughs> so I have her hair brush here. Yeah. And she'll walk in and she said, I'm all prepared to have my hair brushed. <laughs> That's funny. She's funny. So brush it is and braid. Fun. I mean, there's really no downside to being a grandparent. No downside whatsoever. So mm-hmm. I'm so happy to be Belle. That's awesome. And you're I'm, happy. I'm happy to be Nammy. Yep. Just can't beat it. Yep. And if you could, you know what I'd so, say. Oh, oh well. <laughs> have a great uh, weekend. Thanks, Candy. Thanks, Candy.